morning and we welcome you to our Facebook page online service. We're glad that you could be with here with us this morning. Welcome to our family at um, Trinity Family Church, spiritual sons and daughters. Those that are joining us for the first time, we welcome you. And those of our family and friends that's joining us from other locations, we welcome you this morning. Well, good morning once again. And it's indeed such an honor to have you join us on our online service. We're so glad that you could take out this time in joining us to celebrate an almighty God. And we trust that you are safe and that you are healthy. And uh, a special welcome to the sons and daughters of Trinity Family Church. We miss you all dearly and we hope that you're all keeping safe. Yes, well, it's uh, indeed a new week uh, that lies ahead of us and we're trusting God for his direction and wisdom. We miss all of our family dearly and we cannot wait for us to return to uh, to church and the fellowship but uh, at this point in time we are obedient and uh, we want to practice and adhere to every uh, protocol that's within the COVID lockdown. Amen. Yes. It is increasingly important that we continue to maintain a high level of diligence during this time especially since we have entered lockdown level two which has opened up more uh, social activities yes. Uh, including the likes of uh, gym, mm -hmm. um, the parks, have, uh, recreational activities have yeah. been opened up. So that means there are more um, people uh, socializing. And so at this time, we believe that the virus and the coronavirus has still hasn't taken a break just because we have returned. Uh, it is still very much a huge threat. Yes. And we are expecting to enter into a surge or in a second wave which can be critical for all of us yes, so i want to implore every one of our family and friends to continue to be diligent during this time and maintain the safety precautions as necessary as you have been doing mm -hmm. all this time we thank god for uh, the grace over your life and our lives for the protection that he uh, it conveys upon us through yes. our obedience of, uh, to him and the word mm -hmm. and uh, particularly to our kids that have also returned to school this yes. past week and we pray that you are also praying for all of our kids that they will be protected during this time mm -hmm. and uh, maintain also the high level of diligence and uh, safety during COVID-19. Yes. Well, it is so important that we maintain high level of uh, activity, spiritual activity, yes. increased spiritual activity, Amen, yeah. and as we are continuing to pray every day at 6 p.m., I hope that you are doing it as well with your families, and those of you who are watching for the first time, we encourage you to uh, continue to pray with your families every day, um, whatever time, well, for us at 6 p.m., mm -hmm. but you can join us, but maintain this high spiritual activity level. That's absolutely important. Uh, a word-intensive culture. Mm -hmm culture is based around the table of the Lord, yes. around prayer mm -hmm. and uh, fellowship around His Word Amen. and with the people of God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Well, we're con commencing and uh, we are continuing with a series that we have started to talk about and that is the unusual believer. Yes. The believer that will possess grace to do unusual and extraordinary exploits. Amen. Mm -hmm. um, especially during a new normal that we will be entering into. Yes. We have come to a pause moment, a sell-out moment in the history of the church and in the history of our life. Mm -hmm. The global community has experienced a tremendous pandemic which has affected every facet of life 
including business and uh, uh, social and spiritual uh, reforms within our within our lives yes. and so we have to make sure we evolve we adapt we hear the voice of god and we transform into the new image into a new behavior and into a new character uh, that is compliant mm -hmm. uh, to a new season that is going to dawn upon us so these are the imperatives that we are talking about over this last yes. couple of weeks yes. and we commenced uh, i started with the that the unusual believer is a believer, is a son of God, a daughter of God, mm -hmm. that has an unusual affection for God himself. Amen. Yes. These are the believers that love God in unusual ways, in extraordinary ways. Mm -hmm. It is not, especially since we live in a culture of casualness. Yes, and complacency. And complacency. Mm -hmm. We need to upgrade our commitment, our Amen. loyalty. Amen. Yeah. And, and I hope that you, these lockdown times have been given you enough opportunity to contemplate these thoughts, to have in, in, you know, an internal uh, introspection and investigation into your spiritual life and, um, and those kind of things. Amen, yes. And I think it's so important as you uh, so, so uh, you know, accurately shared, it's so important that in this season that we hear the Word of God. Yeah. And uh, I think it's only through hearing the Word of God that we have the direction to where God wants to take us. And uh, it's a, as you spoke about the hearing the Word of God, and uh, you know, from, from the word here alone, you know, it's, you, you can extract the word ear. Yeah. And uh, it's only if you open up your ear that you can hear what God is saying, that, you can, that, that which God is saying can enter into your hearts. And when you have a heart encounter with God, that is when you will change and fulfill the purposes that God has mandated for us. Amen. And, and when you want to talk about the heart, I, I saw you positioning here, but this is your heart. Exactly. This is not your heart. This is your heart. When you talk about your mind. heart condition, it is about adjusting your mind. Amen. It is about making corrective uh, you know, uh, measures are in your mind. Mm -hmm. It's about repenting. Yes. Um, it is about, it is called the word metaneo. Yes. Which means to repent or turn around, to make a complete 180 degree turn wow. in the op opposite direction. That yes. means that you have to adjust your behavior. You have mm -hmm. to adjust your thinking, the thoughts. And so you cannot adjust your behavior without adjusting your Amen. thoughts and Amen. your mind and adjusting yes. And tending to the heart, the internal configuration, and the yes. issues of the heart, and um, and I believe you know you speak about the ear. Uh, God says in His Word that uh, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit so is saying. saying. So wow. you cannot hear what the Spirit is saying without possessing an ear. Amen. And it is not the physical ear, yes, but it is the inclination to submit your spirit and your soul to the full purposes of the Holy Spirit yes. and of God. Mm -hmm. That is a person that will hear Amen. the word of God. That is a person that has an ear. Yes. It is to submit, it's to come under submission. Yes. It is to completely submerge your humanistic, mm -hmm. postmodernistic thinking. Uh, it is to surrender your will. Amen. To the will of God. Yes. That is a person absolutely. that will, 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 will start to possess the ear that God is talking about. And uh, he that has an ear, let him hear yeah. what the Spirit 
is saying. Mm -hmm. Faith comes by hearing Amen. and hearing the word of God. Yes. You cannot possess a, a measure of faith without having your ear tuned to the Holy Spirit. Yes. You cannot possess a dimension of faith mm -hmm. that we sometimes confess and profess that we are going to have oh, yes. without completely surrendering, completely uh, laying down your will, mm -hmm. your flesh, to God's principles Amen. and His Word. Yes. And these are the unusual people that we are talking yes. about that are going to be ready, that are poised to enter a new normal, mm -hmm. a life unusual that lies ahead of us. Amen. Amen. I believe God has great intentions and plans for every one of us, yes. particularly the church. Of course. There are major things, exciting things yes. that are, are coming to us. Mm -hmm. There's a there's a shift in the church as what we previously known it to be, mm -hmm. to what is, it is coming. And I believe there's a shift in, in human life. Amen. There's Absolutely. a shift in the yes. manner of life, wow. in the ways of life, and the quality of mm -hmm. life. There's going to be a tremendous upgrade. And this upgrade is going to come to those that are able and willing to do unusual things. Yes. Make unusual and extraordinary sacrifices. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. Yes. Wow. And, uh, you know, now that we talk about the unusual believer and, um, you know, transformation and transforming our lives, I'm actually reminded of the Apostle Paul. Yes. And, uh, you know, he, he began to experience the supernatural grace of God that he received through Christ Jesus. And uh, we all know that Paul was no saint. Mm -hmm. I mean, he persecuted the Christians and he, he lived a very unfulfilling life before he had this encounter with God. And uh, which resulted in him being imprisoned. But Paul's life transformed completely when he encountered God. Yes. And that was through the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, I think even as we're talking about this new normal and this shift that we are going through, um, to become an unusual believer, you know, in the past we used to experience the presence of God. And, uh, but God is shifting us into where we're going to encounter God. And I think it's very important in this season that we define what it is to experience God and more especially what it is to encounter God. And what am I saying in that to become an unusual believer in the past, we used to experience God. Yes, we used to attend church, we used to attend the services. It was a good experience. The manifest presence of God, it was a good experience. It felt good. The goosebumps was good, but God is shifting us when we are now going to encounter Him. And uh, through encountering God, you know, uh, it, it, it takes us to a place where God is going to transform us when we have this encounter with Him. And uh, I believe to experience God means that you were in that room. You know, you experienced Him in that room, but, and you felt His presence. But to encounter God means that God had entered your heart. And I think that's very important because uh, as we begin, as I begin to ponder about what you've been sharing, and uh, you know, an experience creates a memory, mm. but uh, an encounter creates momentum, and that is where God is shifting our purpose to. And I'm so excited to enter this new normal as an unusual believer because I think great and exciting things are ahead of us. Amen. And um, you know, God's word is 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 the fundamental, it is the foundation, mm -hmm. it is the thing in our lives that we have to understand will reveal a measure of Christ, it will reveal a measure of grace uh, within our lives yes. and for our lives. 
Um, we cannot look at any other form um, of, of substance other than God's word to have an encounter Amen. Uh, yes. with His Spirit yes. and uh, to create a culture, the culture to create a behavior, a behavioral pattern mm -hmm. to to shape and to shift the environment. Yes, uh, you cannot change the environment without adjusting mm -hmm. the culture. Amen. And you cannot adjust the culture without making sure you adjust behavior. Yeah. Uh, so we are looking for these God encounters. Yes. And encounters and an authentic encounter. Yes. Not a goosebump encounter. No. Not a an encounter that is equivalent to that of what you go to yes. a a rock concert or a Justin Bieber concert. Yes, exactly. But this encounter that comes from a pure love and devotion Amen. in an unusual manner Amen, yes. of a culture that you have created yes. already in your life. Yes. Of establishing and, God's word. And what you said is, you know, uh, when we ex when we used to experience God like in church and we used to go to service and yes it felt so good. But then we go back home and we still go back to abusive relationships. We still go back to cussing and fussing and the same, there's been no change because it was just an experience. But as you said, this encounter is going to transform our lives because I believe that, you know, um, an unchanged life is an unchanged heart. Mm. And God is dealing with our heart now as he leads us to becoming this unusual believer. Yeah. So I think it's very important in this season that we not only look to experience God, but we have an encounter with God in our hearts. I agree 100%. And this is a season where we have to migrate from event-based encounters yes. to culture-based encounters. Amen. So God is going to reveal himself through your culture. Yes. And we're not talking about our ethnic culture no. or ethnicity or traditional culture i'm talking about creating an environment and a a culture yes. of spirituality a culture mm -hmm. of godliness and holiness within the context and construct of your firstly life amen and your home yes and your domain amen so the first domain is you personally mm -hmm. so you've got to create a culture that means the word intensive culture yes those that experience unusual and extraordinary phenomenal breakthroughs mm -hmm. are the ones that have an unusual and phenomenal and extraordinary prayer life. Amen. Studying the word of God life. Yes. Uh, fasting life. Mm -hmm. They have extraordinary. I'm talking about people that would fast and pray in unusual days. Oh, yes. where they do not wait for the church to call up a corporate mm -hmm. prayer. They do not wait for the Wednesday night Bible study. Yes. But this is a culture already uh, ingrained and invested into their lives mm -hmm. on a daily basis. Remember, God does not pitch up only on a organized meeting Amen. date. Yes. He he wants to, he says God inhabits the praises of his people. He wants to dwell. Yes. He wants to Abide. Abide. Yes. Uh, he wants to create a habitual dwelling place. Mm -hmm. That means he wants to be in your life every minute of the day. Amen. He wants to be with you every day. Mm -hmm. He wants to be with you far above and beyond your church. Yes. The, ch Absolutely. the church is merely a vehicle to prepare you yes. and to equip you mm -hmm. with every necessary tool for this relationship. Yep. So you don't come to church to meet God. But you come to church and to this this organization mm -hmm. or this this facility called church where we would function as 
you know, senior pastors and, and fathers to yes. equip you to live a godly life and that meaning a life where you're walking in his presence. Yes, amen. Okay, amen. so you don't come to church to meet God. You come to church to get equipped. Yes. Okay. Prepare yourself. And to prepare yourself mm -hmm. to get back home, to get back to your life, to express Christ, to yes. express the Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, we have to move away from, ah, oh, I'm going to church to meet God. No, you know, then what happened in your home? Oh, exactly. Why aren't you meeting God at home? Mm -hmm. Why aren't you meeting God when you wake up in the morning? Yes. Why isn't God visible and available to you then? Why is He not yes. with you at your workplace, driving in your car or at that business meeting? You don't go to church to meet God. You don't yeah. go to church to have worship. No. So these are all event-based Christianity, yes. which has to be demolished it has to be Absolutely. eliminated yes. and we have to migrate from event-based to culture-based. Yes, Meaning very important. These things need to be to become culture in our lives. Yes. And this is the new generation you're talking about. Yes. That, you know, they may not even be... And you're talking about Paul. Mm -hmm. Listen, Paul was already in the kingdom. Yes. And God, uh, you know, even before he became an apostle, before mm -hmm. he even had an encounter on the road to Damascus, yes. he was already, God already chose him. Yes. So he was in the kingdom, but he was not in there yet. Mm -hmm. There are many sons and daughters of God that are going to do great things, but yes. they are not in the church yet. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'm they are not in the church. Yes. They, are, they are inventors. They are creative mm -hmm. people. There are accountants, lawyers, and doctors yes. that are not in the church yet, but they are the kingdom Amen. sons and daughters mm -hmm. waiting to be manifested. Yes. And they may not even have a Christian name. No. They may not be identified to or from a local church. They might not even be a Christian yet. They are Hindus. They are Muslims. They are atheists. that are sons and daughters of God already. Mm -hmm. These are the sons and daughters of God. But they're just not. And I, and I think God is preparing and, and waiting because he doesn't want them to get polluted yes. in the church. Amen. Absolutely. These honest, these integral people sons and daughters of God mm -hmm. that are not even you know Christian by religion yet God is preparing them and doesn't want them to get polluted in the church that's mm -hmm. why we have to deform the church mm -hmm. and I we have to have an unusual attention for God's word um, so these are the unusual people yes. that we're talking about Absolutely. they have an unusual thirdly these kind of people have an unusual affection for God's house and his work that means we have to migrate from membership to sonship. Yes. Pastors and leaders of, of churches have to have to upgrade their theology. They have to upgrade their building patterns mm. and shift their people from becoming membership based to sonship based. Yes. Because when you are a son, you have an unusual affection oh, yes. for your house and mm. for the work that is within the house. Yes. You know. Um, you know, I remember the days growing up, and uh, as a son, as the other son, the firstborn son, you know, I, you know, you, you know that this is your house. Yes. Even though it is not on your name, you never purchased it, um, and uh, you know, uh, but you knew, you knew it was your mm -hmm. father's house. So when I saw a a window that was broken, or if I saw you know weeds in the yard, mm -hmm. if I saw something that was untidy. Uh, in the yard and if I walked into 
into our property after you know from school or something and i saw something lying on the floor a piece of paper or you know a litter yeah. i would pick it up and put it because i realized i knew that this was my home Amen. Yeah. so you would want to take care you have a, yes. an affection and, a, and a, an inclination to take care because you knew that this house was your house it was mm -hmm. your home uh, you had ownership yes there was an ownership, ownership. Yes. today in the church we have people that function as Christians by religion and denomination, mm. but they don't function as sons by relationship. Amen. Oh, that's so they never partake yes. in the in the building, and I'm not talking about the physical, physical building. Yes. Talking about the building the kingdom, uh, the oneness, the unity. Mm. They never partake in this. They are the seat warmers, the chair warmers. Um, they are the spectators, spectators yes. and, uh, and, I, and, and I don't entirely blame them, I blame the leadership. Oh yes. Because the leadership needs to have a structure that migrates them from, from different levels of maturity. Mm. So they may walk in as a son of God, but an immature son. Yeah. So the, 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 the job description of us as leaders is to make mm. sure that we present them with every tool coupled with God's discipline in their life mm -hmm. to progress them to the next level of maturity. Yes. So you'll find that you will have a technon son. Mm. Technon meaning the teenage son. Yes. The teenage son is a is is it has maturity but he's a is is still immature. Mm -hmm. Okay, he's grown from from a, a from ch a child son to a teenage son. Yeah. And then from a teenage son you need to grow to an adolescent son. Mm -hmm. And from an adult, adolescent son, you need to become a man yes. or, a, or an adult son. Mm -hmm. So these are levels of maturities mm -hmm. of sons and daughters mm -hmm. of sonship that the believer needs to go through. So we do not possess a church that is fully functioning sons, but we have members. Yes. And, and we have to understand that this mentality and this thinking and this heart will determine whether you have an unusual affection for God's house, Yes. And his work. I just want to read the scripture uh, in Nehemiah chapter 2, verses 18. It says, Then I told them of the hand of my God, which was good upon me, as also the king's word that he had spoken unto me. And they said, Let us rise up and build. Mm -hmm. So they strengthened their hands for good work. And in verses, uh, chapter 4 of Nehemiah 6, it says, So built we the wall, and all the wall was joined together mm -hmm. unto the half. Uh, thereof, for the people had a mind of work. Wow. This was a a directive placed upon Nehemiah's mm -hmm. heart, and a burden and a passion to rebuild the temple, mm -hmm. to rebuild the walls of the city. And you'll find that the the people around him also had this inclination and unusual affection to go and rebuild the walls. The Bible says in chapter four that they rose up. And, and you hear the words that are being used. So built we the wall. Mm -hmm. And the wall was joined together unto the half thereof. For the people had mind to work. Mm -hmm. The people had mind to work. We, although we are called the church, yeah. and although you may have a 200, 500, 1,000 seated yeah. church all around us, but people live very individualistic yes. lives. Yes. They live in silos. Every family attends church as, as a member and a unit, and a unit to that yeah. church in silos. Mm -hmm. There is no constructive 
movement mm -hmm. towards community yes. within the church. Amen. There is no there's no cononia. Yes. There is no we, yeah. there is no us, mm -hmm. there is me and I within the construct of the church. Wow. And these are the kind of, of, of building that we have to adjust and reform. Mm -hmm. Because this will not produce an unusual people. Oh, yes. This will produce a segregated, religious, legalistic mm -hmm. culture of people that will not rely on God but will rely on their own human hands to accomplish things. Mm -hmm. These are the kind of people that will go through chronic problems. Wow. Chronic problems, chronic sufferings. Mm. <clears throat> They'll never experience a dimension of dominion. Yes. They may have a measure of salvation, mm. but they can never move to a mature salvation into a place of dominion mm. because they are they are possessed by legalism, they are possessed by individualism. Wow. They are possessed by the spirit of this age, mm -hmm. which is all-inclusive, which is universalism, mm. this is postmodernism. So these are societal issues that are affecting us that we have to reform and yes. address. And it cannot come. We cannot address these issues unless we change the culture of our leadership, mm -hmm. change the culture of our teachings, yes. and produce a people that will have an unusual affection for God, for His Word, Mm -hmm. and for his house and for God's work. You know, Psalm 69 verses 9 says, For the zeal of thine house mm -hmm. hath eaten me up, and the reproaches of them that reproach thee are fallen upon me. Wow. I am I, the zeal for the house, which means that the, the sin that is in the house, I have a desire to, to address it. Mm -hmm. I have a desire uh, to see the unity of the body of Christ. I have a desire for oneness. Wow. Yeah. We have a desire not just to attend church, but we have a desire to become a community, mm -hmm. to become mm -hmm. a family of God. Yes. Within a fa yeah. You must be a family within a family. Yes. That's the Important. church. Yes. Not, a not a family sitting in a denomination or an organization. Mm -hmm. And as soon as the pastor says the benediction or the last prayer, they are first to jump into the car and you are gone because Sunday lunch is calling you. Mm. You know, so we need to produce a people that have this unusual affection for God's work and for his house. And there's so much to, to talk about, but, uh, but these are nuggets that we're yeah. just dropping in. And I just want to close on that point uh, and maybe just uh, read First Chronicles 29.3, which says, Moreover, because I have set my affection mm -hmm. To the house of my God. I have of mine own proper good of gold and silver which I have given to the house of my God over and above all that I have prepared for the Holy House. I leave it at that and maybe we can come to the table of the Lord um, and uh, you can share and we can partake in the table of the Lord together. Amen. Let us just pray as we come to the table of the Lord. Um, I hope you have your emblems ready, even as we partake as a family this morning. Our Heavenly Father, we just bless you, we praise you, and we honor you, O God. We thank you, Father, for your word that has come this morning to challenge us. Father, the word that has come to convict us, O God. And Father, even as we prepare our hearts to partake this morning, we thank you, Father, for the great sacrifice that you have made, that we could have redemptive grace, O God. 
And Father, we pray, O oh God, that even as we partake, we thank you, Father, that through this partaking, O oh Father, we would nurture and nourish us, O oh Father, equip us, O oh Father, to do the things, O oh Father, that you have purposed in our hearts. Father, we pray, O oh God, that you be know, O oh Father, that you are with us, that you are constantly protecting and providing for us. And for this, O oh God, we are ever so grateful and thankful. So together as a family this morning, we partake in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for, for that, Lian, and we trust that you'll be blessed by the grace that comes through the table of the Lord, partaking in oneness. Mm -hmm. And uh, we do it unusually because we do it every single day of our lives. It's an unusual pattern uh, to most uh, believers in, in the global church. Well, we thank you for joining us this morning. We want to send out a greetings to our uh, covenant family and uh, Satyam and Jyoti and their two sons in India. Mm -hmm. We thank you even for our friends that are watching from all over the globe wherever you are and uh, to our dear covenant family in Cape Town, Leslie and Val Peterson. Um, we just want to ask you to remember in prayer uh, our spiritual father, uh, Pastor Roy Naya, who lost his younger brother um, mm -hmm. yesterday and, um, and, uh, and the family that is in mourning at this time uh, and uh, of uh, losing our my dear uncle and so we just ask you to pray for the family that God's grace and uh, peace will come upon the family and uh, all of us during this time uh, certainly this year has seen a lot a lot a lot of people yeah. that have passed on and uh, we thank God if you're watching thank God for his grace upon your life mm -hmm. that you are able to live another day and appreciate be thankful and grateful for life Yes. and um, we are thankful for God even for our lives and for all those that are connected to mm -hmm. us and so we're so grateful well um, with that said we want to wish you a, a week ahead full of grace and uh, full of truth will come to you in your lives we pray God's protection and safety upon you remember we, we pray for you daily and I hope mm -hmm. that you're praying with your families daily as well every day at 6pm that uh, we meet and so there is uh, other announcements that will be given to you after the segment and so just stay out for that announcement. Amen. Well, um, I trust that you have been blessed and encouraged with God's word and thank you for joining in with us and I pray that you would apply these words in your life, let it become alive in your life and continue praying for one another and strengthening one another, uplifting one another because we can only do what we do through the grace of God. So stay blessed, stay safe, stay healthy and stay holy. Well, I hope that you've enjoyed that powerful message by Pastor Malcolm and Leanaya. I just have a few announcements before you go. First up is our Bible study, which happens every Wednesday night at 7pm via Zoom. So if you're interested, you can message us on uh, Facebook or Instagram, or you can drop us an email at info at trinitycamilychurch.co.za. The next one is our living room sessions, which happen every Thursday night at 6.30pm, but this happens on Facebook. So you can bring your families together in a time of worship. Lastly is our church online, which happens every Sunday at 10 a.m. And also, if you've missed any of the messages, you can always catch them on podcasts, which are available on all streaming platforms. So that's it from me. Stay safe and have a blessed week.